right, uh, but with with this whole new recent thing, it has got me thinking. Uh, I probably should change the intro. So last time on Herding Dragons, you guys made it through the trial of the Emerald Doors. Uh, after your long trials and tribulations of getting all the way to Candlekeep, you fought your way through various different trials, ultimately culminating in an ass crack, astral kraken, uh, that you all had to fight. Uh, which most of you uh, got taken down, but uh, Satch uh, and I believe Titanius were the two that were still up. Or Satch uh, and Gak. Satch and Gak were the ones that were still up. I technically up. went down. Gak finished it. I did with... like all the damage that we Yeah, yeah. It, honestly, I, I, was, I did a very significant I, like, amount of damage. I that fucking story. I was listening to <laughs> it and all of you jamming yourselves into its mouth was inspired. Um, it was just, it was just absolutely inspired, which is probably why uh, you all were able to uh, wake up after most of the party's minds were wiped and that's actually where we're gonna go ahead and and pick up and the last thing that you all remember is that this world is a lot older a lot more storied than you all remember which is kind of crazy because this world is already very old and very storied but you realize after this this astral kraken fight this it's kind of like this veil has been lifted and you're all sitting in what is is essentially the hospital wing of Candlekeep. And you all have these nice, like, like metal, rounded metal beds, like black, painted black metal with white linen sheets. And it's like, there's like nurses walking around and like, uh, like just tending to you. And there's like a, like a, a fountain drink, like within reach of all of you. And it's just your favorite fountain drink all the time. And it's always crisp and it's always cold. Um, and you all, you all probably gained consciousness at, at various different times. Uh, but eventually, uh, Vajra Blackstaff is called to your room after you all regain consciousness. And before she walks in, you're, you're all kind of like conversing and talking what happened. Like it, when I say like a veil has been pulled back, it's not like immediately. It's you kind of start noticing things that you didn't didn't notice before. You're like, oh, like you remember that war between the dwarves and the drow that like they fought on the land over like the essence of the sun. And you're all like you, you all haven't thought about that in years. And it's like, yeah, of course I remember that battle. But then that you have this dawning reality realization that previously none of you remember that and you all weren't a part of that battle but it's like a it's like a big battle that happened between dwarves and and in underground elves that happened on the surface which those are both like uh underground dwelling creatures for the most part and they were fighting over the sun like that seems like something you would remember so you're kind of like like aspects like that are kind of are peeking out through your memory i guess and Vajra Blackstaff probably actually walks in, uh, in the middle of one of your discussions on this, and she says, Oh, well, uh, hello, hello, everyone. Well, I see you all, uh, have gained consciousness. How is everybody feeling? Um, like, uh, like I'm, I've been drunk. He's by something like a giant. Sam, well, you're really you, quiet. You kind of were drunk a little bit. We kicked the crack in. Still defragging my hard drives, man. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. And I'm sure you're all defragilizing your, what, whatever that, I'm not a computer person but I'm um, she says she kind of looks around it looks like you all are starting to remember things yeah uh, okay y- yeah uh, remembering things that um, I don't remember yes but you I don't rem- remember, remember 
feel but, like I took a history class. Yeah, but now you remember not you remember them, and you also remember not remembering them, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, all right, everybody, don't don't think too hard, otherwise you might have another aneurysm. This is actually like the second time I've come in and introduced myself, and I just started talking too quickly, and you all glazed over. And Titanius literally announced out loud that he was rebooting, so figured I'd I'd take a step back, kind of ease myself in this second time. Um. I have an idea that might help all of you. So uh, she kind of like claps her hand and like the beds that you're on just start kind of like moving um, and like hovering. And she says, uh, I hope you all don't mind, but I'll I'll take you to the decompression chamber. It also um, works, works great. It's a dark, dark, silent room. It's also like um, it's also like a sensory deprivation tank kind of thing. So um, it also doubles great as like an indoor cinema. So I think it'll, you know, work great for my purposes. So um, and you're you're beds start kind of like magically wheeling behind her and like at first like she walks through this like little like single person door and your beds are kind of like at least a full size at least you're not in twins and you're starting to just roll towards the door and then like as you get closer the door frame just like expands out and gets bigger and allows like you passage through the door because like you're you're in Candlekeep and uh, just since it's been so long Candlekeep much like the Blackstaff Tower is a living building like it's it's doesn't it can't talk or anything like that but it's it's malleable it has thoughts and feelings oh kind of like the house from monster house um but it's not like super evil and possessed and it doesn't have like a tragic backstory of like it's a wife that's actually dead and there's a caretaker nothing like that it's it's a it's a, like a it's like hogwarts if hogwarts could have feeling um and vajra blackstaff's just kind of like explaining this as as you were all all walking and she says oh shit sorry hold on we're going the wrong way she says and uh, sorry candlekeep also works much like uh the astral plane in that you don't actually you do walk here but whenever you're trying to get to some place it's not about the route that you take it's more about the destination that you have in mind so like you just like oh i'm gonna go to the library and you just kind of start walking and thinking about the library and you'll get there um that's why we don't really have any maps around here and if you really ask for direct if you ask anybody for directions they're just going to tell you to think about it. they're not being mean they're literally giving you the the best uh advice and again i'm giving you this because you all haven't really gone through the typical initiation that most of the avowed go through and when she says the avowed you like a, another memory like spasms across all of you and you remember squidly telling you that oh yeah i'm working for vajra blackstaff i'm part of the avowed like some uh, and he like i won't tell I won't ruin it now because you know the cinematic effect a little bit later. But he tells you what he's been doing, and like you remember that, and it's like you just like it's these little bits that kind of come back into your memory as you're being wheeled um, over to the decompression tank slash uh, sensory deprivation room. Uh, there's like people walking around the quad. There's some like young elves like kicking around a little sack between the between the four of them, and they're they're yelling out really sick slang like "get that hack" or, or like. I don't know. Some hacky sackers drop drop me some lingo. I don't. Hack I don't yeah, hack it up. Uh, you, nice stall, bro. Yeah, nice stall, bro. And you hear like them yell, "You want to come get in on this tasty sesh?" And like a couple other like students come, and it's like a it's like a quad. But as soon as you're wheeled through, they all like stop, and like everybody in the quad notices you, all, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's it's the magic police." Yeah, it's the guys that fought the the ass cracking, and like they just like they like it's it sounds so cliche, but the, they all start clapping like. 
like they all just they all just start clapping and like everybody like cheers for you and they're like that's a like you were sick like that was the best initiation we've ever seen usually when Candlekeep invites us to watch people it's like we're test proctors like they we just have to make sure they're not cheating but you guys that was like a fight like you fought the ass cracking and you won like ah oh, and like they're just like asking for like signatures and they're just like they're totally like fangirling fan personing out yeah i like it here I at them. yeah and they're, you're just like you kind of have it's like it's like this feeling that you guys are like on campus celebrities it's almost like you guys are the football team amongst a, a school of nerds full of nerds like you might be the only like they're like what's it like to get hurt is like a question that you were asked and not emotionally like we're used to that like physically what's it like uh anyway you guys keep keep pushing through um and vajra's like well as you can see your um your initiation was uh pretty pretty popular if i if i do say so myself um well uh here we're we're almost there i'll answer all your questions within the the sensory deprivation room i think it's going to help you all if you ask your questions inside there just so you don't get overwhelmed because man gang do we really have a lot to talk about um and you eventually you're wheeled into this like giant like it's like it's like a dark hole that you're just like enter into and it's very much the similar to the feeling of walking in between spaces in the black staff tower um kind of like in stranger things when 11 goes to the upside down when she's in her sensory deprivation tank it's just kind of like a black room with like a, a flat floor it's like but it's not really a floor but it's, it's just kind of nothing um but it's silent and it's quiet and you're all all wheeled in there uh and you're just kind of placed in this circle around vajra and she says um Okay, everybody, everybody comfortable? Can they, anybody? Can I get a tap, tip, I, tip off margarita? Oh, yes, you, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Can I have, can I have another pillow and, and a top off? Oh, yep. Uh, she swirls her, her black staff uh, around you and like this pillow just materializes, fluffs, fluffs itself uh, and, and like just goes behind your head and then like a little, like, a little like straw or not like a straw, like a tube comes out of the pillow and like drains itself into a cup nearby and then like retracts itself into your pillow. Uh, the satch would like a whole life pig. Uh, as this like, and like, hold on. And like this live pig comes running into, in, in just into this room and Vajra like full on jumps and like tackles it. Uh, and she like wrestles it to the ground. Uh, and then she like pulls out a knife and slits its throat. Uh, and she drags it over. Impressed. Yeah. And she throws it over on, uh, on your, uh, on your bed. And she's like heaving and she's got blood stains all over her. And she says, don't be so impressed. I can only uh, Wrangle. I can only wrangle the magic ones in here because things are based I off did, of intellect. I did in order here. this one alive, though. I wanted the live one. Be alive. Sorry, I, you took the best part. You broke the seal. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm so sorry. You hear another, like, as you, you look up and, like, from the ceiling, like, coming straight down is, like, a flying pig. But it's not flying. It's a falling pig. Make an athletics check just to. Oh yeah, just for uh, for old times' sake. Yeah, just for old. Uh, time. I got a nineteen on the die, which I believe puts it at thirty-seven. Jesus. Um. Yeah. You. Uh, however, you would like to catch this pig. You do. I so. just unhinge my jaw. Nice. <laughs> bullseye right yep. into the back of yeah. your throat. Okay. Exactly. And, and then right. I go immediately go to sleep. Oh, she like taps you on the head. She says, "Nope, actually, you gotta you gotta stay awake for the movie." Uh, 
I sleep with my eyes open. I have an intelligence uh, of five. I'm oh. going to fall asleep <laughs> oh. as soon as she starts talking. Okay. As soon as she starts talking, I'm just going to doze off. Like, I can't help it. No, no worries. All right, so Vajra's like, okay, everybody good? It's kind of, there's a lot to talk about, gang, and it's, it, but any, like, bathroom break? Anybody? Nothing? All right, cool. Here we go. And she, she waves her wand around her, and, like, it's like a 3D movie that you are, like, inside of. Um, so you kind of look around your bed, and it's like this, like, major illusion just swirling uh, around all of you, and you hear Vajra, um, uh, who actually, I can't do the voice, but she puts on a voice tuner to sound much like Kate Blanchett. Um, you hear, long ago, when the original gods, not the named gods commonly worshipped today, left the material plane, they left behind some of their essences. These essences molded themselves into the world, some becoming responsible for some of the greatest things to be found. Um, and you see, like, essences of earth, wind, and fire uh, singing beautiful melodies and, and shaping the mountains, raising the moonshade isles, flooding the oceans, and igniting the first fires on this planet. Basically just, like, shaping the world. Um, and Vajra continues, and she says, However, the power of the gods tempted those with malice in their hearts. And you see a group of ancient wizards all cloaked in black, studying meticulously, tracking down, capturing, and harnessing these essences and crafting them into supremely magical items. Specifically, you see one of them holding a crackling fire staff, the exact staff that you found within the Dragon Vault, the staff you know to be the Dragon Staff of Agaron. Um, and Vajra continues, I have one of those. Had one of those. Um, however, the devil lies within, and great power corrupts over time. The items of essence were tur turned to their wielders to do terrible things. There was infighting among the wizards, and a massive war over the items ensued as the black cloaks descended into madness and that's actually you remember that that war between the elves and the dwarves they were fighting over the essence of the sun which is you now you know to be the literal essence that the the sun god left behind as it departed this world and these two races were fighting over it um and you also see like at the head of both of these armies is two wizards like dressed in black cloaks and there's this huge epic magic battle as like like weight like famine and and war and death and disease just like spread across the land as these these black these black cloaks these wizards who created these insanely magical items start to turn on each other <laughs> You see some of these wizards running and hiding, trying to delay the inevitable. Some putting up protective wards, trying to hide their items of creation until eventually, one by one, they were all claimed. The wizards, not the items. Some of the items remained successfully hidden until only one of the original wizards remained. And you see crackling gray hair and a long black cloak deep somewhere underground. You recognize to be the face of Halas. Black Cloak, the Mad Mage himself, which you all know, Alistair lives in the Undermountain. He has for years. He's basically basically shaped it to his uh, shaped it to his will. And in this movie, he's one of the original crafters of these devastatingly magical items. You see Alistair overrun with power, being the last mage, the last of the Black Cloaks, the last supremely magical being.
being, the last of his kind, the last of the creators, just weighing lace, (laughs) laying waste to town after town, village after village, until a coalition of all races came together and led by who other who else but Agaron, the original Blackstaff of Waterdeep, led a rebellion against Pallister, not killing him, but successfully forcing him down into the Undermountain, where he remains today. You see uh, uh, Agaron and Hallister doing battle over what you know today to be Mount Waterdeep. Uh, much, very much like uh, when an Elrond describes how uh, the ma- man slew Sauron. It's much like this. Like, Agaron, like, in a moment of weakness, was able to, like, distract Hallister, separating him from the uh, Agar- what you know as Agaron's staff, uh, weakening his power, allowing Agaron to force him down into the Undermountain. And you see Hallister retreat, using his remaining power and influence to shape Undermountain to his reality, to protect himself, to in- to encase himself deep, deep down so that he can bide his time, so that he can protect himself. We don't really know his motives, but we just know that he's down there and he's dangerous. Um, and she says, and that's where Candlekeep came in. Um, Agaron, have, getting a vision from the dragon staff itself, led a small coalition down here to Candlekeep. And I don't know how to say this, gang, but... He found the essence of knowledge. And now you saw all the terrible things that the essences did and all the good things that the essences did, but not all essences were crafted and claimed. And it's right then and there that the floor that you're all standing on pulses with a white light, like a ripple in the water, just boom, pulses out. We found an ally here underneath Candlekeep, um, and that it pulses again. Boom. A solution presented itself to Agaron. He needed to find a way to study where these essences were crafted and created, a way to find, hunt them down, and, but more importantly, stop the common person from seeking out these items. And the water pulses again. And that's when the ass kraken presented itself. Sorry, astral kraken. Just, it's such a, it's such a catchy name that you all, like we'd, we're all such nerds here. We didn't even think about that. It's just, we always called it the astral kraken. Um, and it like it you actually see the crack in like surface and she says don't be don't don't worry it's completely harmless and actually you were all of you were never in any danger during the fight it was purely just trying to get you to remember things um we have had a talk about what your strategy that you used against it and it's it's fine it it actually saw that coming which i didn't see coming but anyway um you see the like it, it goes back into the memory you see Agaron down in a deep cave and this astral uh, kraken presents itself to Agaron at uh, this supremely himself not not a member of the black cokes but himself a supremely magical being and you see it placing a tentacle on his head and the light shines out into the world and as at that point it was Agaron realized he was the only one that had knowledge of these items anymore that the essence of knowledge this astral kraken
Kraken somehow is able to influence the, the lines of knowledge in this world and it dampers, it suppresses the information from just being readily known. And you, I'm sure you experienced this when you were, you know, kind of on your way here, when you were, you were kind of kind of digging into things, when you were, unbeknownst to you, chasing the dragon staff. Um, I mean, maybe you knew you were looking for it, but not for the, for the reasons. Uh, and it's, well, unfortunately, those rules no longer apply uh, for the most part. So we don't know what happened. Um, something happened in the simulation that caused the astral Kraken to reboot. To it, We've never seen its lights go out before, but while you were in your, in your trials, something happened that caused the lights to go all out. And from our reports, uh, those a bit, bits of knowledge um, have kind of slipped out into the universe um, because of that. So we can't go on operating assuming that no one knows about these items anymore. Because here's here's the thing. These essences want to be used. They, they want to provide for this world. They want to be wanted. So I, we think it's only a matter of time before shit really hits the fan. Now, that's where all of you come in. So we've basically set up the infrastructure. We've got all the nerds. We've got the research team. We've got the we've got the items. We've got the backing thanks to um uh and she like she she beckons out her hand and uh Laurel Silverhand actually uh walks into into your decompression chamber. She says um and thanks to uh to Laurel we were able to Find in the remaining water deep budget essential items that are critical to our success here. And maybe um, uh, Laurel Silverhand says we slashed the police budget and gave it to the nerds so that they could do R and D. And she says, "Yes, I didn't. I didn't really want to put it like that, but yep, we took, we defunded the police and we we gave it to the we gave it to the nerds. Um, so." We've been researching and we've been trying to find uh, different items uh, where they may be hidden. We know, obviously, we know that Halister probably has a few hidden down in Undermountain, but we don't know which ones specifically. Uh, we also don't know how many um, were created. So that's why we've got such a good team of nerds. That's why we set up shop here in the world's biggest library. We're trying to find stuff out. Now, what we don't have is not nerds. And that's where you all come in. We need you. And actually, it's very apt that you named your all, you named yourselves this. We need you all to, whenever our researchers find word of these magical items where they may be hidden or where they may be exerting influence we need you all to go out into the field obtain them bring them back so we can destroy them we've tried this before we've actually we've had a few teams that have been sent out previously none of them have returned uh some of them have actually started actively working against us um but we think that's because of the influence of the items that they were they were chasing. You know, they were good people. They were great people, in fact, until they came into contact with those items. Uh, and she kind of looks over at Titanius and she's like, I'm sure you all experienced something similar. I didn't, I didn't experience anything like that. I was fine. Well, what, sorry, what exactly was yours? Because when I decompress, when we kind of, you know, touch base a, a, a little bit, they all said that you turned fire red and attacked them. And what happened? Uh, what did, what did you 
you say it happened? You're all human. I was just trapped on a different plane and battling this creature, and then all of a sudden I woke up after I died in the other plane. Mm. That was probably the uh, essence of fire trying to control you. Did you fight a big old fire monster? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's uh, we've heard reports of whenever an item tries to take you, uh, it it's it manifests in you fighting basically a golem of whatever that essence is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just d- hope you never find the golem of lust. <laughs> What's, what's the winning situ? What's the winning situation there? Um, it yeah. it really depends on how open minded you are. Um, but uh, so we actually um, and it's and when sincerity and loyalty, it's when Vajra says we've had teams in the past. Something triggers in both of your memories. Throughout your entire childhood, your father and your mother, for the most part, you knew that they were a part of the avowed. You knew that they were searching the world, trying to find, you know, rid it of evil. But while they were fighting monsters and doing research, they were specifically trying to find these items and destroy them. And so it it just adds this little bit of extra context because you've thought about your childhood a lot of the times, but you never thought about like, yeah, dad was teaching us all this stuff. He was kind of being a hard ass about it, but you never knew why. And now it's kind of like, oh, he was preparing us for this, maybe. Like he was like, he knew this greater we weren't evils. Just hunting monsters. Yeah, you weren't just hunting monsters. Um, and it's like Vajra looks over at you both and she kind of has the dawning realization and she says, we've had some members fall in the field and unfortunately they were un able to be brought back um and you don't have a memory of that but you have a feeling of what vajra is telling you your dad's dead jesus <laughs> we've been looking for him for this whole time and he's dead i'm i'm, I'm sorry that the met the influence of the astral kraken couldn't well i guess no you just didn't know your dad dead was dead there was no influence there that was just something you didn't know but you can couldn't I- we couldn't tell you he was dead because of who he worked for you know can i please get a keg and like four whole pies please uh you look to your your left of your bed that's already there she knows me so mm, yep um she says well um so i it's kind of a little embarrassing to say um all of our previous retrieval teams did not come back, nor were they successful. However, you, not even being able to understand what you were doing, were successful at retrieving said items. And, if I'm I'm understanding correctly, you were successfully able to destroy it. So, how would you all like a job that you're already kind of doing very well at? I want to raise. Do we get paid for this? Um, how about you get free room and board? Really nice, really nice room and board. You get to live, let's just say for the next four years, you can live rent and tuition free um, at university. And then after the four years, we'll talk. And actually, I think we can get you all on athletic scholarships. I was going to say I would like a, a master's degree. So, you know, I've already completed my BS. Yes, we can offer you, yep, free free classes, free, uh, yep. Uh, with your I can credit. be the athletics. Professor. Oh, sorry, you yeah. Satch, you had some chicken in your mouth. What did you say? Uh, Professor the Satch of the athletics department. I like these. Oh, topics. actually, we we actually uh, are the head of our athletics department. Uh, left many years ago, and we have not been able to fill that post. So that's a pretty good, pretty good, pretty good gig. Um. So so what what do you think? And. 
just so you know, if you do say no contractually, I I have to get the astral kraken to wipe your mind again. So this you, is kind of like a, a sorry. Go you, ahead. You you make this a, a pretty good deal. Um, I think I think I'm in as long as as long as loyalty isn't against it. Um, but uh, also, you know, is is there anything else we should know about our family? Like, you know, I I vaguely remember my earliest memories being a human being, and then and then I remember a lot of pain, and then being a teeth, uh, and then my mom was gone. Uh, yeah. Um, yep. So your mother was one of our head researchers. And so here's the thing uh, that we've also realized. So the Astral Kraken's suppression magic only seems to work in this plane of existence. So if you actually go to any other plane, you know about all this stuff. But it's only when you come here that you that you forget about it. So from what we understand from what some from some of your mother's research is that these black cloaks, the original wizards that created these items attracted the attention of some devils uh mainly i'm sure you can guess which three uh asmodeus galasia and mephistopheles uh basically pissed them off somehow alerted them to their presence but more importantly alerted them their uh alerted them to the existence of these supremely magical items and even a devil will want an essence of god um so the unholy trinity uh, so is quick, yeah i'm sorry, um, sorry the mean, unholy trinity is actively work yes what'd you say uh so uh satch is from like underdark uh mm-hmm. and then came up by way of under mountain like mm-hmm. i wouldn't have the same knowledge as everybody else had right because like, they're from the surface so would i have like any kind of different memories of anything related to where i came came from um i mean there were there were wars fought constantly over okay. over these these items of essence so yeah there was probably Probably a couple like maybe there was like a lizard folk civil war over over one of those items that maybe that's what resulted in the devastation of your clan like it's it's like it's like you have like you remember history but it's like you now remember like other stuff that happened as well as like context to these big wars because like there's probably some wars that you remember but you don't really remember oh it was fought over that specific item okay gotcha so it's like the world is much older and actually unfortunately y- you guys are probably a few years older actually no this time this would these would have all happened like actually it's kind of hard to tell you might be a few years older you might not you're all different ages uh, you all know that the the history is suppressed in this world um anything else that you should know uh oh uh, Vajra says we are calling these magical items WMDs weapons of magical destruction so um if you ever like you just kind of if you're referring to these you could say WMDs. About how many items do we think are out there? Is it like a handful or is it hundreds or? Uh, probably not hundreds. Probably not hundreds. It's um uh, probably in the range of five to ten from what we can understand. So our researchers are working all the time and it is kind of hard to decipher old old runes that, you know, the language hasn't been spoken for 5,000 years but, you know, we've got people that can figure that stuff out. Um, From what what we've been able to understand, these mages were disciples of Halister Blackcloak, but they themselves were also very noted mages. 
you actually may know a few. Uh, Tensor, uh, uh, Tasha, uh, um, and she starts naming off a, a few wizards that actually have named spells after them. And they're kind of older wizards. They've kind of already passed from, from this world. But that also kind of gives context to these, these wizards. Like, these wizards were great. They accomplished great things. But there's also this history to these great wizards where they did very terrible things with these items that they created. Um, yeah, it's so we don't really know how many there are. That's uh, kind of what we're, we're working on. Um, and that's why we need that's why we need you guys. We need you to come in and 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 honestly save save the world from itself. So what's the status of um, uh, Waterdeep? Is it still under control of Castle Anners and all them? Yep. Uh, Waterdeep is is supremely lost. But actually, we can we can check in with them at any time. And she like uh, points her her black staff over to the darkness and a large like crystal screen like pops up um and uh you see you're like boom boom doom, 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 boom boom doom, 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 boom boom connecting to morden canaan doom, 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 doom. and he says oh hey v how, how um, <clears throat> sorry <laughs> hey v how you doing uh so it's so crazy you call this late you know i didn't think of uh oh is my camera on sorry i didn't and like he's just like he's just like a bare like hairy sweaty like there's a cheeto on top of it uh he says what's up she says up oh, nope sorry this is uh uh this is vajra uh from candlekeep not vajra from uh, uh waterdeep hold on i'm connecting vajra from waterdeep and you hear this doom, 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 doom. conference call with blackstaff tower doom, 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 doom. Dum, dum, dum. And you hear uh, Morden Kanan's like, oh, you know, it doesn't matter to me which Vajra you are. So what do you got going on? And she's like, seriously, I'm trying to connect call. Hold on. Dum, 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 dum. And you hear uh, Vajra pick up. She says, uh, yes, hello. Yes. Hi, Vajra. This is Vajra. Oh, hi, Vajra. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I have Morden Kanan and the Magic Police on the line. Oh, hello, Magic Police. How are you? It's been so long. And you all realize that um you're talking to vajra blackstaff and she has like like it looks like she has like a rambo uh like uh like a headband on and she's got like like blood and she's like behind like a barracks and she's and like she's like so how's everybody going and she says hold on and she like cocks her her blackstaff and she like jump like points over like the the bag is like boom 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 and she's like blasting huge magic spells over her head she says it's all right we just had a small invasion of imps try to make their way through the black staff tower but they've, we're, we're holding them off really well um and you see like these like invisible servants with like little wands like holding it and they're like like pew, pew, um and just like shooting like like much like military trenches um and she says i've got time for a conference call it's fine um and uh <laughs> vajra from uh candlekeep and she says well we just wanted to, to check in to see how things were were going and like vajra says each and die motherfucker boom and she says it's going great you guys want to know anything specific we need to come up there and give you a hand <laughs> oh no it's 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 fine we've we've got it under i mean the city the city is overrun for for sure uh, there's demons there's demons everywhere um unfortunate and also the castle lanterns uh launched their own mobile network system uh they're calling themselves casa mobile and they've given everybody in the city free phones it's a total hellscape <laughs> Is our bar still there? Oh, God, no. They went scorched earth on oh. anything that you all 
all you all had in your possession. Damn. My stuff. <laughs> my liquor. My oh, yeah. Stash. It went up quick. You guys must have had a lot of flammable stuff inside there. Arcane tends to do that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. What, what, what about, about the ghost of Cordon? Yeah. Oh. Uh, are uh, the ghosts still hunting? Oh, yeah, no. The, no, they are untethered from their, their place that they needed to be. They are also roaming the city, terrorizing citizens. <laughs> Cordons, cordons, like distributing pastries of death. Terrorizing it's actually, kitchens. Yeah, it's it's been a real it's been a real plague. I heard the demons and devils had a meeting about them specifically. <laughs> They've also, god damn it, they formed HOAs within the city. Oh god, they're so organized. Okay. They're devils. They've already that started. They've hit me. Yeah, they've hit me with five lawn citations already. I'm not oh. gonna fucking pay them. And she you was like, you hear that? I'm paying that over my dead fucking body. Boom, boom, boom. I didn't agree to any HOA. <laughs> God, oh, yeah. Like fun. yeah, yeah and then right. Morden Kanan's like, yeah, I just kind of put the lock down over there. I've been playing video games. Pretty, pretty chill. You guys need anything from me? Maybe. Keep going. Speed dial. Yeah. You say you hear uh you hear Vajra. Morden Kanan, you incel fuck. The devils are avoiding your place because it smells so fucking bad. Bad. You didn't put down your guard. No one wants you. And she's like, he's like, well, Vajra, you broke up there a second. What'd you say? And she says, God damn it. The MC, they brought in a, they brought in a Balrog. Hold on. I gotta go. Eat shit, mother. I'll just, connect, I'll just connect with her later. I've got her, um, I've got her on speed dial, you know. So is she the num numero uno, Vajra? Who's the numero oh. uno? <laughs> you hear, uh, uh, um, Morden Kane's little Vajra's always numero. And Vajra at Candlekeep just hangs up on him. Um, and she says, uh, well, I'm, I am Vajra and that is also, uh, Vajra. Uh, Vajra Prime. Is that Vajra Prime that's doing the battling? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's Vajra. Well, technically we're both Vajra Prime. Um, it's more like... We split personality of the same person. Have you ever heard of bipolar, but in two different people, but they're the same person? Um, yeah. It's, I'm bipolar, but I have two bodies, and it's the same personality across bodies. So one is manic, and one is really depressed? Nope. One's got PTSD. <laughs> nope, I don't I don't get what you're not seeing about this. I'm the same person, but in two different people. Oh, instead of, like, so you're uh, a clone. Nope. Of, it's, it's one personality spread across two bodies. Exactly. Yes, I have multiple bodies. Body disorder, yes. You have a right right you hand have and half a right face. left hand. Yes. And then a left um, right hand and a left left. It's not a yeah. it's not a disorder, it's more of a state of being, I suppose. Yes, yes, yes. This is a voluntary state of being. Yeah. Well it's you know, it's it's a perk of being the black staff. Um every black staff since Agaron has had a split body from in one in Candlekeep, one in Waterdeep, uh, pretty much at all times. Alright. Yeah. If, uh, one die, if one dies, does the other die? Nope. No? Oh, independent. Okay. I can I can uh, never Sash die. puts on his headband uh, and then says, uh, perhaps they are quantum entangled, and then takes the headband off and drools on himself. Interesting that she knows to put it on and when to take it off. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, any, is there, are there any other, any other questions? I guess, no. uh, what's next? All right, I'm so glad you asked. So what's next is I'm going to use my nerds, and we're going to find uh, where some of these items may or may not be. 
We already know, eventually, you will have to go back into Undermountain to face Halaster to get the items from him. But that's probably a, a little beyond your, your pay grade right now. You might need to, you know, stock up a little bit uh, on some magic items. Uh, maybe in your quest to destroy these supremely magic items, you get some, you know, normal mundane magic items. But, you know, like mundane in like they're normal to this world, not mundane in like their lack of magicalness. But uh, I suppose for the time being, I uh, would have you all just relax, wait in, wait in Candlekeep. Do take some. You've been on the road for so long. You fought an astral kraken. Uh, you you've gotten all your memories. Just let's just let's just calm down a bit and let's let's let everybody get some downtime. You know, when's when's the last time you've had downtime? I mean, the trip wasn't that bad. I don't know if you saw the the rig that we put together, but uh... the shit show. <laughs> oh yes, no, I saw it. No, we cleaned up the shit show. Now it's just the the mini. You can't clean up. The shit show no matter how much you try there's still you actually th- might have gotten the essence of shit when you made this I- when you made this uh this item a joke but maybe I-, I guess i'll i'll work on that some more um yeah she says i'll let you know when one of my one of our our mages find anything but until then um just relax a bit and we'll have uh we'll have some of our uh sh- chauffeurs show you to your living quarters because oh i forgot to i forgot to mention all of this so uh candle keep is itself magical but it is magically fortified against divination magic against teleportation magic so anything you do here in candlekeep you can assume will stay here in candlekeep you're you're free from the views of any prying eyes or or peeping ears or peeping ears and prying eyes what about the judgment of people that are already here oh well uh that you kind of shit out of luck aren't you um but i can let you know candlekeep every every person that you see here in the inner sanctum has gone through the trial of initiation much like you all did and so has been deemed trustworthy by candlekeep themselves um so just keep keep that in mind um you can all talk freely uh amongst anybody here well if we talk to someone else now and they haven't been they're just gonna get that funny feeling we used to get yep exactly you'll they'll get that that nauseous yeah. feeling yeah right. yeah when you see people like glaze over like just unless unless you're just being very boring um they're probably under that magical effect um but uh so we've also um we uh i did a separate orientation with uh jb nevercott and zerg fizzlecrank um luckily they passed their initiation trials it looks like they also just had to take the standardized test to get in um they didn't have to go through the full uh dog and pony show like you all did um but uh let's see anything else oh who was that that made it through uh all of your all of your your npcs uh so jb never caught zerg uh fizzle crank uh and uh Raynar never ember oh so which, they're all vetted they're all vetted they've all been vetted and actually uh, J- uh jb never caught it was actually a fake name uh his his name is actually looks at the list oh oh it's jarl axel it's jarl axel Bainray. uh he's actually the leader of 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 bragan yeah i knew that yeah uh and then I mean, uh, he oh, had this big pimp hat on all the time we we kind of you know yeah, he's not really subtle about it. I mean, did you JB never caught Jarl Axel Bane Ray never caught? It's in the name, but should just change it to always caught or super obvious or anyway. Uh, also, uh, uh, Radar Neverember made it through, which actually this is another thing I forgot that would connect into your previous story and make a lot of sense. Um, the Neverembers family were previously um, uh, members of the Avowed. 
and Dagalt was one that was that got corrupted by the dark side and has turned against us. That was one of the ones that I was referring to when I said they turned against us or didn't come back. Was he in Neverwinter then? By all accounts, yes. But again, we don't have the manpower to reach him, and we don't really know what his intentions are. Didn't we find like multiple bodies? Did you? I, I, yes, I have bodies. Is this, in my... Do you pull out the yeah, bodies? They... <laughs> yeah, I have some bodies here. Uh, yeah, they, we have two possible Dagalt never. Oh, I have the. Uh, I think I have the skull uh, man shoe. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Oh my God. Okay, you have multiple bodies. Sorry the, again. Yeah, magical. Of, yep. I have the bones of Dagalt never enter and a gold plated Dagalt. I have two bodies. One is gold plated. Gold plated. She. Yeah, because it was in the gold in the room with the staff of Agron. It was in the gold. Yes. Gold. Yes. 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 So, um, what happened was you all went on a quest to get Raynar Neverember's mother's bones, which those bones ended up being fake, which you found out when you got to the crypt, uh, her bone, or not the crypt, the dragon Dragon vault. Dragon staff, the dragon vault. The the dragon bolt, her bones were already in there. Um, and then you found Dagalt's bones, the gold-plated ones inside of the, um, crypt, or the, not the crypt, the dragon vault. So I don't think you had, I don't think you had two Dagalt bodies. You had, uh, one... The bones that were in the mother's crypt were actually Dagalt Never Embers, not hers, is what you said. I do remember that. And then there was bones inside the vault that were actual Dagalt Never Embers bones, but they were covered in gold because they were covered underneath all the gold that had melted in there. Outside the vault were the actual bones, mother. So we had the the fake bones, which I I thought you had said were actually Dagalt, and then there was like a Dagalt Never Ember body inside the vault. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry. So I misspoke if the first set of bones I indicated they were dagger. They were just fake. They were just yeah, they were just fake. Okay. Are they even real bone? Yeah, no, they're 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 real bones. They're not they're not the bones they're just correct. Or bones. the bones. Uh, or the father, yeah. As far as Manchun, I believe Titanius has like ninety nine percent of Manchun and the heart yeah, belongs he's, to Gak. You definitely have Manchun. she says, uh Manchun we didn't really uh deal with she says wait but hold on um Dagalt never remember was one of our previous and like you kinda you're you're showing them all of this evidence she says okay this is definitely the one the gold plated one this is definitely him for sure we want to bring it i could bring him back if can you yeah how i have a um rod of resurrection oh my god (laughs) what is that sounds like it resurrects somebody yeah true resurrection brought to you by pfizer Hey, we're trying to avoid copyright violations. Okay, sorry, let's start the Johnson and Johnson. My bad. <laughs> but it's, uh, it needs to be recalled. All right, are you gonna cast True Resurrection on him? Uh, what is? What can I cast with that? Uh, I don't. I'm a rod of resurrection. No, I'm looking at it. I'm just trying to figure out which. One's Will his bones still be ensconced in gold? I'm just asking for a friend. So I can cast Resurrection, seventh level Resurrection. Okay, let me read what a Resurrection does. Are you sure I didn't give you a? a rod of re-erection which is like the little blue rod yeah the little blue rod no <laughs> no i didn't take inspiration get this from, for that I one did, i did I didn't get this from it's actually the the larger yellow rod it's it's a, an improved rod of 
Okay, hold on. Touch a dead creature that has been dead for no more than a century. Yeah, no, he... And that is undead, the soul is free. Yeah, I don't see why that wouldn't work. If he wants to come back. Well, I can also speak with dad too, right? Because now that we're... Oh, his tongue, he he is burnt. That's a burnt, that's a burnt body. But we've spoken with dead bones before. It's not burnt bones. If you cast speak with, I'm going to tell you, if you cast speak with dead on this, it's just going to scream about how, how much it hates being burnt. It's like, oh man, I really hate being, you're going to ask a question and it's just like, man, thanks for asking that question. Let me take this opportunity to talk about how much I really don't like how I died. Well, he loves gold and he's completely ensconced in I imagine he'd be happy. Just, uh, yeah. Up to y'all. Anyway. V- Vosher's just like looking at you. It's like, I- do we want him back? Or is this going to be like the real Dagol? Or is this going to be a different Dagol? Or is this going to be I don't, the corrupted Dagol? <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. This looks like this. I'm pretty sure this is Dagol, but our in- intel is telling us Dagol is the king of Never Neverwinter. So I don't. I really don't. I'm really fucking interested to know what happened. So let's fuck. Let's do it. I don't have this. You gotta cast it, man. Um, is there any way to like um fix the bones? Magic circle. Can, can we um remove the gold from the bones and then you know maybe um, like restore it like body wise? You could we come do back like Wolverine, but like with gold claw i th- i think resurrection does that all right it closes all mortal wounds and restores any missing body parts which will include flesh and all that stuff mm-hmm. okay so be, his bones would stay gold though right mm, so his bones aren't gold so it's like they're like gold plated right no so i also maybe misspoke on this one so he is moreover his body was like burnt to a crisp in the position of of holding the the staff like inactive and the gold around him kind of melted into a puddle. So he's probably got like golden like horseshoes, but that's probably the only thing that's like covered in gold. Okay. He's moreover burnt. It's like Bran or no, the, right. the, the Stark boys after uh, what's Theon gets on, gets to him. But it's it's not the Stark boys. It's those two farm boys. Gotcha. The body's burnt. What's what's the, what's the verdict? Re- race? Resurrect? Um, Va- Vaj was like, fuck it, let's fucking do it. I'm really I'm really interested to see what ha- what happened. Because again, other than the DM's approval on this, again, again I'm, I'm I, he's supposed to be king. Does does Raynar like? Should we tell Raynar about this? It is it is his dad. Raynar's obviously in. Raynar, uh, well, uh, well, we I didn't say I told you I already had a pre like yeah. orientation meeting with the NPCs, so we didn't have to include him okay. in here. Tell you what, why don't we why don't we bring him back? And if he's you know the uncorrupt version, maybe we tell Raynar about it then. But if not, you can just go right to prison. Yeah, and we or do I, we. I, just don't I, we just if we kill him again yep we just don't say anything about it to Raynar. he'll never know okay. all right should we should we um i'm gonna take the bones i'm gonna start walking to a place that we should uh that's a secure area that we can raise him in that's uh private and secure within the tower hey follow me guys almost like a sensory deprivation tank what rooms this is like know. the perfect room to do it all right he, where's, he, where's he gonna run there's no door all right and actually it might be good it might he might need to run off some you know he might have the zoomies all right all here's right. five five charges here we go all right what does it look like when you bestow the five charges and, of, on, and on this wait, body why all five charges because that's it takes five charges 
to uh, cast resurrection from the wand. Oh, has, I see it. Yep, I missed that last part. Um, and if I expend all five charges and roll a d20, okay, it's fine. Not disintegrate. Didn't it, didn't explode. Burst of rates. All so, right. What's it look like? Five charge look like? Yeah. What's, what's the spell look like as you cast it? Or what does Titanius <sighs> look like as he casts it? Um. So his arm turns into like a 3D printer. And it, it, like the, the rod just, you know, it's like uh, that movie uh, Fifth Element where it just yeah. reconstructs the body. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, that's real good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you like you, you're like you one hand on the burnt corpse of Dagalt Neverember and your other hand like 3D printing his new body. Yeah. Um, and, and you like get to like 98, 99, 90, or 100% complete. And you see Dagalt's uh, eyes like slowly like open up and he's oh, oh, order, oh, order, order. I squirt, I squirt some water in his mouth. From, I think he wants you know, us like... to waterboard him. <laughs> Where am I? What's your name? Who are uh, you? I'm, he's kind of like, like he's like very disoriented. He says, I'm uh, Dagalt Maximus Alexander Carlisle Rebecca Never Ember, the fifth. What's the last thing you remember? I remember Helena and I, we found the dragon staff. We were tasked with hiding it away. We need, needed to hide it in, in a shadow. <laughs> Black sh- shadow killed Helena and I f- felt the staff burn in my hands. Anger! Um, they forced me, they pushed me into the room and shut the door and I let the hate roll through me. The fire, the fire, it burns! And he like, he like kind of like, looks like he gets overwhelmed and he kind of passes out a little bit. Alright, so if Helena got killed, who pushed him in the room? Uh, he, it sounded like he said a, sh- a shadow a black shadow. It's a figure black cloak. Ooh, maybe it was the the mad maid. Right. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but he's like he's like he's been dead for a while, you guys. He's gonna like he's he's overwhelmed right now. So he's like his re- breathing is is rapid and like <clears throat> I, oh, he kind of wakes up a little bit. And he says, "I only answered the call of the item because of the rage losing Helena." I see. How is Raynor in oh. the room? Uh, Raynar is not in the room. Oh. oh. Okay, do we... The real Helena was killed outside the tomb. He was pushed in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and the door closed. Up, and the door closed. And then somebody else came out and used the uh, uh, the stone of Galore and the eyes of Galore to wipe out all that information and embezzle uh, all that money and then go off to rule Neverwinter. Mm-hmm. Seems like it. So whoever's in Neverwinter is not the real Neverwinter. Black cloak is probably pretending to be the king of never. Uh, at the very least, so the, you, the evidence points that way. Ooh, ooh. Well, that if that's true, that would be a, a nice a nice reunion for for Raynor. That brings up a good question. So, if the astral kraken suppressed the memories, then the stone of Galore did kind of the same thing as an artifact, but only in a selected amount of information that pertained to the Dragon Vault. Is that correct? That is correct. Go ahead and make me a straight intelligence check. You've got two two related brain cells that are very close to connecting. Let's see if they actually connect. See if that mm. synapse fires. Um, yeah, no. it's probably you know, there's that's a good thought, but you can't you can't really finish it. Are we done with the stone of glory? Can I just break it, please? Uh, I believe that Vajra Blackstaff has that the um, one uh, the one in aberrations the are like one of my chosen enemies. So mm-hmm. no, I don't yeah, think I you guys have the stone of yeah before we went to prison hmm. yeah. so yeah are we heading off to adventure 
well, so you guys actually uh, have some downtime if you would like to use it uh, before before the next adventure. So uh, Vaj is like, are there any more any more questions about this? I mean, it's it's a lot to take in, but I I can't do anything else right now. Pretty I'm pretty cut. good, pretty good though, right? Pretty like I think it's cool. Yeah, it, it, is, it is pretty cool. So uh, what do you think about Dagalt? Is he okay, Vaj? Uh, he'll need a few probably a few weeks of of downtime as well just yeah. to rest and get back on his knees and we'll we'll monitor him closely to make sure that he is indeed not turned uh but i i do sincerely believe that his um loss of helena i think his i think his physical wounds will heal faster than his mental ones it seems like yeah no his uh it sounds like his wife was murdered in front of him uh and then in his grief he used an extremely magical item that resulted in his own doom so uh, i'm sure he's got a lot to think about we'll let's not tell Raynar about this you know like right away let's let's give him time to rest and also just more time to for me to make sure that he's not evil you know wait i thought you already vetted him well he got what do you mean he got turned Raynar or oh no dagalt oh okay there's there's a chance dagalt might still be under the influence of the item we just want to make sure you know Kind of dealing in un- uncharted waters here. There's not really gotcha. a book a book on how to deal with God created items that were harnessed by evil wizards back in the day and that are you know want to be wanted and you know usually end up in massive devastation. All right. All right. Well, uh, I will have uh, an unseen servant. Uh, actually, we'll call him. A, oh, that really wouldn't help you to have an unseen servant show you to your room. I'll have a seen servant uh, show you to your room. And she his cast- name is Sean, not yeah. seen. Sean. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Uh, Sh- Sean, my unseen servant. He's very sing-songy. That Sean. So <laughs> come along, sing-songy Sean. Is it unshun? No, he was unshunned a long time ago. Okay. Um, but yeah, Sean. Uh, uh sean the scene servant um or seen the sean servant however you want to pronounce or put the influence on it um show takes you kind of uh all like around candle keep now i mentioned that this place is kind of corporeal and you need to think of where you're going but like there's still physical places that you see so like as you're walking even though you're not thinking about it like you pass like a bookstore you pass like a like an eating establishment a coffee shop like you're passing other stuff on the way to your destination it's not just like a a blank hallway that you're walking through like the the areas that you are walking are populated with people and shops and it's very much like a lively college uh, college campus and he's uh, and uh, uh, seen Sean uh, takes you uh, to what is called Exaltation, which is a large uh, bastion. It's like a, 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 the largest pillar in Candlekeep. Um, and it's just like this large, massive green pillar that's kind of in the middle of campus. Um, it kind of looks like the tower in Wizard of Oz, just or like the Washington Monument, if it was just emerald green. Um, and you all enter into to Exaltation. And uh, scene Sean uh tells you all he's oh you know it's it's been a while since we've had like people that can you know arm wrestle uh like uh, out of you know and like do sports games and and stuff so um because a part of your your scholarship the the university of candlekeep has is given you free room and board so there 
is a meal hall in the base of, of exaltation. Your your um here you go your student IDs or I guess your magic police badges um will will let you get into the cafeteria for free and it is a buffet style but it is also an order a la carte if you need it. Um and then your rooms are accessed by magical elevator. Um it's um uh, quite a re- revelation um to ride the elevator to your room so we call it the revelator. Um and you'll just when you get to your your room you'll you'll see why so everybody go ahead and step into the elevator and, and click the, the 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 level for your room level is my uh, room yeah uh you guys walk into this revelator um and you realize that whoa life is like what you make of it and you look at it you look down to press the button to your room and it's just like your name and like it's just one button and it has your name on it yeah it has one button and it has your name on it and you're all probably in the same elevator who clicks their button first Ooh, i love this movie we, can we can we roll initiative yeah I've, i yeah for sure we don't have tokens never mind. i'm just gonna I press mean, me <laughs> all right titanius you you look around anybody would anybody like to go first and your fingers already on your your nameplate i pushed all the buttons um so none of uh titanius as soon as your finger touched your room button uh you like you like look down to make sure you're pressing the right button and you look up and you're in a completely different space um what does titanius's like dream apartment look like it is a small two by two closet or it's a small it's a small it's not a closet it's a small two by two room Mm -hmm. and then there's a door that leads into a massive closet beautiful a a massive like four bedroom three bath closet yeah yeah okay but the main room is just like two by two yeah perfect the the master completely completely the master suite the main room yeah beautiful um yeah you're you're just titanius it's exactly what you want and like oh my god they have an upgraded charging port this is one of those like lightning charging ports um all right who hits their button or satch you 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 ran your hand yeah, i just hit all, i just hit all the buttons yes um you just like uh only one button lights up and it is your button um and you are teleported away to your own room uh and what it's, do you yeah mine's like a cave yeah a what cave do you see with like and there's like like a little underwater area where i can like go like eat some fish and uh you know plenty of places to climb uh you know and i'll just drop my babies off uh and maybe like a little ecosystem of some various small wildlife for them hunt but not enough for all of them to get sustenance so that the weak will die off yeah you can't just be given participation trophies in nature right exactly exactly okay perfect you've got a a perfect little self-sustaining darwinistic uh apartment uh survival of light uh survival of the fittest in satch's apartment beautiful who's next uh sincerity will, will go in and press his button same phenomenon you go down to press your button and like you look at it and like you're looking and you see in your like your your point of view you see revelator like you see the green doors that you the sliding doors that you came into but as soon as you pref- press that button your periphery just like switches to an entirely different landscape and like you turn around and what does sincerity's dream apartment look like it's uh it's like a uh, a penthouse studio apartment that like takes up a whole floor but it's just one big room that has all his stuff in it. Beautiful. There's like, you know, a little reading nook. There's like a little stage recording studio set up. Okay. All okay. natural light. Just, you know. Couple of records on the wall. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's a good little just like chill pad. Real like loft vibes, you know? All right, who's next? Me, me. All right, loyalty. You go press your buttons. Same phenomenon. The door is the same. And that's how everybody exits 
it's their room. Like the door to your room looks like the revelator. Um, so whenever you want to exit your room, you just go, you click the same button and you're back in the elevator. So loyalty, what does your room look like? Is there a door to my brother's room in my room? Of course there is. Awesome. The inside of my room looks like probably like a cabin with like cabin decor, you know, like with the, the shapes and the bear prints and stuff and the weird antler lamp mm-hmm. and a old fridge full of condiments and pie. Stocked. Yeah, well stocked. Also a TV, but with an antenna. Okay. What what's uh what's what's playing right now? Old reruns of shows that my dad used to watch. Okay. You hear here in the background, a, a why I oughta. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, as uh, Larry, Moe, and Curly make their way across the uh, the plasma screen crystal. Ah, uh, yeah, crystal, not TV. It's the same thing. Maybe uh, like a neon sign too. I, I'll take like a, a old neon beer sign. Ooh, okay, nice. Little little neon moon. Yeah, perfect. All right, who else? Uh, yeah, anybody else who hasn't pressed their button, you just see like one after one, like. Like people just pop, 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 and like disappear as they as they touch their uh, their different rooms. Who's next? Oh, can one of my doors go to the actual tavern on campus in my room? Uh, in your room or your closet? In my closet. Uh, it's hard to get it in your closet, but I'll say that your room is located right by the like right by the um temp in the temporal space right near the bar. It's me. We'll go next. Okay, it's me. You go. Press your little button. Uh, what's your room look like? Smee is going to stumble her way into a dimly lit uh, room. And one very tall wall on the left is just fully stocked with every liquor imaginable. And on the other side, on the right side, is a glass case where she can hang all her weapons and equipment and armor and stuff like that. Um, and is it possible to have a servant's serving the drinks in the room yes so it's a, an unseen servant unless you re- specifically request uh seen sean to be in there okay so smee smee would like to have an unseen servant just serving up drinks at all hours of the day whenever she wants one kind of like a little bartender an unseen bartender unseen bartender perfect so there's like on your weapons rack like after a long day you come in hang everything up there's a little like quiche saying it's like home is where the hand axe is mm-hmm. uh and then over on the over on your alcohol wall you described it as a wall but it's more like a cliff um and like you just look up and it just it just keeps extending into the distance and eventually like it just goes so far out of your vision like it's just like this little like it just keeps going 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 can it have one of those ladders like in the libraries in those old school libraries the really tall ladders that roll oh, yeah. side to side yeah and like you cannot see the end of this ladder it just just keeps going and maybe you spend like you know you just see how high it goes there's no end you just okay. keep climbing and like eventually you get to a point you're just like I can't like you look up you can't see your room anymore or you look down you can't see your room anymore you look up you just see alcohol <laughs> and maybe you decide like that's probably good enough yeah yeah I'm good yeah, yeah. you'll let the Unseen servant, go if you ask for something that's way up there. Unseen servants on it. Yeah, exactly. Um, perfect. Who's next? I think we have Gak and Gruber still still sitting in the uh, revelator. Yeah, Gruber would uh, go ahead and press the button then. Okay, you reach out. Same phenomenon. As soon as your finger touches your little nameplate, uh, you are transported to a different room. What is Gruber's ID 
ideal apartment look like? Well, uh, in all actuality, it wouldn't be much of an apartment. It'd be quite similar to Titanius's, except it would be a uh, closet full of uh, staffs belonging to other uh, wizards and warlocks and the like, uh, where there's a nice little neat, tidy shelf where you can uh, place any lanterns or things like that that other warlocks like to, you know, spend their time in. And uh, instead, he would just, you know, uh, get sucked up into his uh, incense burner uh, as he goes and chills with his genie in his little uh, side pocket compartment in okay. space and time. Alright, you have this little tiny, your apartment's probably temp- in the space, in temporal space right near Titanius's, um, but it's a very small, like, two-by-two room. It's got a lot of, like, replica staves of, you know, famous witches and wizards over the past. Um, and yeah, it's got a nice little shelf for your little lantern. Um, what is your, what is the inside of your lantern look like? Uh, it's like, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the, the lo-fi chill girl room. <laughs> yeah. She's just sitting and studying, except, you know, uh, it's, it's a little bit more holistic and homey and, uh, it's, it's, you know, got a lot of things brewing in it with like nice coffees and teas, you know, ready for him to just, uh, completely decompress from, uh, you know, whatever the fuck everything else was in the past there. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. You got a nice, nice little, uh, little warm, 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 chill environment. Beautiful. Um, cool. We had to go two layers deep to, to get that one. Um, all right. I think, uh, uh, Gak. Yeah. Gak. What does your room look like as the rest of your party has just disappeared in front of your eyes? Yeah. I guess I pressed the button and, um, Gak's room is like, uh, a bunch of mud puddles, Mm -hmm. uh, and garbage heaps. Mm -hmm. So like, um, you know, the garbage heaps basically make up the bed Mm -hmm. and, uh, the mud pot, like there's like a mud puddle for the bath. Mm -hmm. And then, um, the kitchen is basically, uh, you know, a bunch of, uh, mm, bones and carcasses of small animals, Mm -hmm. um, which I, I, I use to, you know, cook my things over an open, like an open fire. Okay. Like my, my utensils and stuff are, are made of the bones of little animals and stuff like that. And then I also, in the, in the corner, I have a very large, uh, earwax, uh, toenail and snot, uh, altar to, uh, goblin. Good. A uh, true goblin's paradise. Um, your mother, if she was alive and could come over and see how you've decorated the place, I'm sure would be thrilled. Um, but these are all of your arrangements. These are your sleeping quarters. They're also free to change at, at any time. It's a perk of uh, being a part of the magic police headquarters out of, uh, out of Candlekeep. Um, now, it kind of takes you guys a few weeks to kind of get, you know, your feet settled, like rest a little bit. Um, would anybody like to do any downtime activities while you guys kind of have a moment uh, between missions and adventures? Uh, can sincerity practice to uh, get efficiency with thieves tool? Yes, you can. Um, are there, I think it's learning of proficiency is like 10 weeks, right? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. Okay. Um, I will allow two 10 days worth of uh, lock picking. When you get to 10, you'll get proficiency in them. Uh, anybody else? This place also has a full-on um, Zerg fizzle crank. Uh, has been given a shop space uh, within the um, within Candlekeep, so he can... Uh, they do have the ability to create unique magic items. Uh, yours also ability to purchase and request magic items. 
All right. Well, hearing nothing from the crowd, we'll go ahead. You guys spend two oh, sorry. weeks. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, I do want. I do want to explore Candle Keep in the knee at least one week's worth and do okay. some do some carousing. All right. Dr- what are those drinking? Cool? Drinking and just getting to know the place and maybe make some connections with people there. Okay. Like learn the way of land, who does what, where everything's at, what yeah. the what the black market looks like. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So let me see. Carousing. Uh, it's in Tasha's, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Or it might have been Sword Coast. I forget. Hold on. Let me go grab Tasha's real quick. <laughs> Oh, actually, it's in Xanathar's. Yeah, Xanathar. Yeah, it's in Xanathar. I guy, but I was laying down over there, and I just like was trying to unmute to say it, but. So charisma persuasion check using the carousing table. Oh, did you find it? Yeah, yeah I actually linked it in the chat. Ooh, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, after each work week, um, okay, make a persuasion check for me. Fifteen. Uh, made an allied contact. Yep. Okay, so perfect. Okay, uh, you after this is gonna be a little ironic um after a week of carousing you're kind of drinking around a little bit um you end up in like a student bar um and you kind of end up drinking with one of the kind of younger newer members of the avowed they're kind of a lower level like undergrad researcher um it is a black tiefling uh named irony um and he's just kind of um just like oh yeah i'm a student here so i can you know help you out with anything you need to know where the the rec center is i can point you that way um yeah uh you can go ahead and write down irony as a contact okay Okay. and he 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 knows what oh he's just like knows about student life student culture probably gets you into a couple parties can he find some adderall from robot house definitely yeah is he like the van wilder of the campus (laughs) no he's more like the raj patel all right at least I think that was uh, Cal Penn's character in Van Wilder. I think it, I think it was. Like, it's been so long. I just think I remember him. I don't. I don't know. It's been so Taj. long. Taj. 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 I think I said Raj. Close. But that was probably the right thing to say. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. No. You. You meet a. You got a student. All right. Sounds good. All right. Anything? Uh, anybody else doing some downtime activities? Uh, can Can Sincerity also get um, Zerg to to finish his uh, his special ring? Mm, right. Sorry, I've been gotten so many projects. Which special ring did you request? Just wanted you to to smush together my ring of spell storing and my ring of invisibility. Mm, right. So you wanted to, the ring itself to be invisible, right? No, no. I wanted I wanted the ring of spell storing to also allow me to uh, allow me and the ring to become invisible uh, at will. Oh shit! He, he like he was about to pull out a ring and he was like he's like holding nothing and he's like, well, this is useless. Um, sorry. Hold on. Just make a he like like he clips these like electrodes to nothing and then like he pulls up this little crystal screen he says hold on is she i think i just need to uh, run uh cobra just do some quick little coding here change to invisible wielder equals yes equipped equals yes 
spell story actually run spell exe okay all right i think i've think i've got it um and the ring like appears and then he like clip unclips it from the electrodes and he like hands it to you he says i'm a little i'm, I'm usually uh i'm a little bit better at d plus plus but since i've been here at the like the academy they wanted us to move over to cobra that seems the way that the world's going gotcha yeah no i i, I totally get all that uh all yeah. that you just said yeah i did i did try uh cuppa but it was just it was just absolute garbage i heard i hear ruby on rails is good too oh i haven't I haven't heard that one i'm just still i'm still trying to learn all these so many so many magical coding languages man uh satch would like uh to ask him if he can get a mithril net so that they can't break it by attacking it they have to use their action to take it off mm, i could probably do that um i've been uh kicking it with some of these dwarves uh and they were telling me about this crazy new way of working mithril in um they just do a bunch of drugs and then they they they, they forge all night um and then the work product is like a sinewy mithril um so i'm sure i could get them if i give them enough drugs uh adderall they can probably work it into your net we'll say it takes the full two weeks and you can get it before okay. you leave man i feel real bad to the son of a bitch that you're gonna use this on you know it's like on the predator you know when you like see it like tighten you know and Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that saying? It's I don't fear death. I fear the realization that it's near. I'm sure you're going to make people fear that a lot. All right. You. Well, yeah. I don't know if that was a compliment, but it, it is what it, I said. You strike. Said, Good job. And I like and I like spit on him and then like, like, ah! give him a no, yeah, no, no. We, we don't do that anymore over here. Right. Oh, Wasn't no, wait, no, you're no, you're contractually obligated oh. to be mean to me. I thought that was the laws of the city of Baldur's Gate. It was, but also I give him like a forehand slap. I'm just like... He's like, no, nope, like oh, 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 God, yes, it hurts so good. <laughs> he says, no, I am a citizen of Baldur's Gate, and I will abide by all of their rules, no matter how sexy they are. All right, I have a question for him as well. Yeah, what's up? I was wondering if he, if he could add the ability uh, to see invisible to my dueling lines hat. Ooh. Hmm. See invisible. Like, as a passive effect all the time? I mean, it doesn't have to be all the time. It could just be, like, as a spell or something, like something I could activate uh i could probably are you trying to use that while you're using the dueling minds cap mm, well i mean yeah it would be it'd be, be like saying uh, it has well it's a dueling minds hat of disguise so it'd be just like activating a function like see invisible or disguise oh okay yeah, yeah yeah okay that's that that'll work out i was just trying to figure out how i could how i could code this but i can totally do an or of the disguise or see invisible if that works for you yeah it, it's like either or i yeah you could change it from disguise to invisible that'd be fine oh that's okay that's easy too uh he just yeah he's like that's that's a super easy code uh and he like opens up the script for this magic item and he's he changes like the effect to um see invisible rather like cast see invisible on wielder rather than um uh, disguise self. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Easy peasy. I can get that out. I can get that out to you in two weeks. Perfect. I can get it to you quicker if you spit on me. Oh, I, I slap him around a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Kick him. Sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. It's it. Two weeks is the best I can do. I kick him harder. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, okay. A week. A week. Oh. All right. Well, maybe five days. How's that? And I. Otherwise, I'm gonna pull my heal, hair, and it's a deal. Heal, heal your wounds or something. <laughs> Be nice to you. <laughs> No, don't you dare. If you're nice to me, I'll never get this to you. I'll tell everyone to be nice to you, or else. No. 
<laughs> it, like his the color drains from his face. He's like, I can't imagine a worse hell. People being nice to me. All right, yeah, pull his hair or whatever. Oh, oh there it is. Um, all right. <laughs> Anything else for you guys? Uh, no. Um, so it's actually a little bit longer than two weeks. It's probably or two. Not when I say weeks, I mean ten day. Um, it's probably been a little bit longer than two ten day. So it's probably around the time. It's like twenty five days total. Y'all have been there for probably a while. Um, you've explored Candlekeep, kind of gotten to know the shopkeep. Like, you know, the boss does, the students, and like, you know, all the general, like, who's who. Um, and then it's probably on the start of that third 10 day um, that a an announcement goes out through the quad, and you hear, Will the magic police please report to Vajra Blackstaff's office? I think we need, before, before we go into the magic, I think we should change our acronym, you know, from magic police to something else. That's still, it's on you guys, whatever you yeah, want to do. The magic. Police. <laughs> you know, like, like that, you know, you know, like we should call ourselves like sword or something, mm. you know, I don't know. Magic police come to Vod- Vajra's uh, Blackstaff's office. Uh, sincerity will, will start heading that way. All right, you all start heading that way. Yeah. Uh, Satch is going to finish teaching his his uh, their uh, gym class uh, <laughs> before heading there. Okay. I'm wearing uh, some like I'm wearing like the Kelly LeBrock outfit from uh, from uh, what was that movie? Uh, oh God, Weird Science. Yeah. Y- if you know, you know. Satch is sexy. You said Little Giants. No, no, from uh, Kelly LeBrock from a Weird Science. Oh, from Weird Science. Okay. Everybody drop and give me twenty. You know. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Yeah. And then you hear the uh, you 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 make that announcement in the, over the loudspeaker that you're being uh, that you're being summoned. Um, is anybody for whatever reason not going to Vajra's office when you're called? All right, good. She doesn't send tardy police after any of you. Um, uh, everybody, go ahead and roll me initiative to see how quickly you all get there. You don't have to target your token; just roll it. Is it initiative? Yeah, initiative. Nineteen. Pretty good. So looks like group. Then Satch, uh, then Titanius. Did you roll? No, that's your old one. Didn't Satch get a level in Assassin? I'm pretty sure you get improved initiative for that subclass. Uh, I got it from a. Sh- I get it from a shield, but I don't think uh, I get improved initiative from it. Do I? Like advantage? I thought I had something. I, I would do check. I swear. I get hmm. expertise in two things. I know thieves can't and uh, sneak attack. Hmm. Well, might not get it till he picks up the assassin. But I am going towards assassin. I am just one level in range. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes more sense. Well, okay. good news. I'm not giving you any more levels for the rest of the campaign. Now I guess yeah, I'm, I'm stuck good. in that weird third three three class limbo. <laughs> No, it's it's okay. You guys will get levels. I'm not that mean. Um, you all show up to Vajra Blackstaff's office. Uh, Titanius, you're uh, you you show up a little bit late, and Vajra's like, yeah, we for some reason over in the the room, the quarters with all the small bedrooms or the small master bedrooms, they just don't, they don't here as well. Oh, hey, Titanius, he's you're you're here. I was just talking about how we need to fix the notification system in your neck of the woods. Um, well. She clasps her hands together. She says, "We've found something. Um, it's it's actually quite quite uh, quite interesting. So um, we have, as I mentioned, we have some you know researchers we avowed, but we also have field agents who are out kind of in the field, kind of feeling things out. Um, one of our our field agents, uh, a dwarf known as Gundren Rockseeker, uh, noted that he might have found where those ancient wizards crafted uh, those spells." Uh, 
it's a little podunk town called, hold on, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, Fundelin? God, I've never fucking heard of this, this place, but anyway, um, he's kind of stopped reporting in, uh, and his last report was that he had, him and his brothers, uh, had indeed, uh, I, I guess they were certain that they had found the, the forge where these, uh, magical items were, were created, so, uh, <laughs> so I would ask that you all head to Fendelin, uh, and just see if you can, you can find Gundren and, and his brothers, uh, and I'm sure if we find the forge where all these magical items were made, we might be able to find some clues as to where they went or, or just something to find them. I don't know. It's the only lead that we have. I got a quick, quick question. So let's say we find an item. Mm-hmm. Do we have any kind of mechanism to like grab it and bring it back here? And then what? We just throw it in some kind of big warehouse you guys have or something like that or what? Uh, No, the expectation is that you find it, kill it or destroy it. And then bring it back here to show us that you've destroyed it. Okay. Oh, by the way, here's the dragon staff Agron, even though it's been destroyed. So. Oh yes. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. We've been we've been meaning to collect it, but we trust you implicitly. Um, they like take all the shards from you. Um, and she says we're gonna put this. You know how they dispose of needles in like medical waste? You put them in a special big sharps container kind of thing. Yeah. We're gonna do that with this. We're gonna make sure gotcha. nobody gets secondhand hepatitis. Got it. Um. But yes. So. Uh. Yeah. That's the uh, I we're calling it the Forge of Spells. Uh, and yeah, go seek out the field agent Gundren Rockseeker. He was in again. I guess I just can't really think it's pronounced Fandolin. Yeah, that seems to be right, Fandolin. Um, now actually, so another quick, quick little thing for all of you. Uh, she pulls out like a box of rings and she says, "We don't really have uniforms here, but we do have these really cool decoder rings." Um, and what they do is they're not really decoder rings; they're more like rings of transportation um but they allow you to go to and from one specific designated point so the return is always set here at the candlekeep headquarters it's this and she holds up these rings these are the sole bits of transportation magic that allow anyone to teleport in and out of candle so i swear to god if any of you lose these we give them to you you're the only ones that have them so if you compromise our security i i mean i love all of you but you're equally as likely to save our lives as you are to compromise our security. You understand, right? Maybe you should yeah. set yeah. the return to here. Maybe you should set the return to out, probably just outside. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a good idea because they can we... outside town or outside the. Yeah, thing. no, that's a really yeah. good. Hold on, and she like turns around. And she says, "These rings will teleport you just outside of of Candlekeep, and they're the only rings of teleportation that do such a thing in this world." I'm gonna try and palm one of the other ones just in case Ooh, the same <laughs> ring oh <never> she <laughs> just like just did a full 360 oh <laughs> she turned away from a second and like turned back <laughs> I'm equally surprised each time I see them. Mm-hmm. Um, but she hands them. She hands them out to you. Um, so the one thing you'll have to do is go to our our transponder uh, room. Uh, there is a, a Triton named Willis in there uh, who does all of the uh, just connecting, and he can he can port you out there. Yeah. Uh, is, is there room for my uh, my apparatus, Cooper? Oh God, no. Okay. Un- unfortunately, you just. 
that's really high profile and we can't you are still being hunted by a legion of demons so we figured if just teleporting to and from certain areas was the most effective way to utilize all of your talents while keeping you all safe for the most part or at least out of the eye of devils well any questions on your mission nope it did a one-way trip like like when you do the ring it's just right back to candle keep can't like go back you can so you tell it you use the transponder within Candlekeep to teleport out, and then you can use your ring to teleport back to Candlekeep. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so it's like a scroll, a portal scroll on uh, Diablo. Yeah, it's so you don't. Okay. Yeah, it's like so you don't have to like travel. Like you don't have to like do the full overland travel thing. It's fast travel. Yeah, nice. Head pending. Yeah. Um. And yeah. So uh, you guys head over to the transponder. Yeah. Perfect. Um. Um, you walk in, uh, it's this like fucking hollow deck from Star Trek. Um, and you, you see a, uh, a, tri- a blue Triton, uh, who looks like, it's hard to tell his age. Um, but he says, oh, you're the magic police. All right. Sorry. No, he was Russian. Let me get into Scottish. this. Uh, yeah, I was trying to do Scottish. No, it's, it's Russian. Okay. It says, okay. Uh, so you are ones who are coming. You are the magic police. You need to be going. Yes. That's, that is yes, us. Yes. You, okay. you look just like my son you have son jink oh yeah. Yeah. i mean well, he, he he died and was resurrected triton body mm. are you saying all tritons look alike no i'm saying you're just spot on him just said that that's that's what i'm hearing is you're saying all tritons look alike you know listen it's fine vajra told me where you're going and he hits a button uh it's like you just like you all dematerialize uh in in front of you or in front of him um and that's i think probably a good place to to stop for the evening with uh you all rematerializing in a forest outside of Phandalin. It's quiet. You hear other than the sounds of crickets chirping in the night. And yeah, we'll pick it up there next time. Nice. Good session. Yeah. So I had the thought for this part of the campaign. Everybody always runs like, you know, high level stuff at a high level campaign. And I wanted to think, I was like, what happens if I throw a bunch of high level sociopaths into a low level questing environment? Like, I just want to see how you guys like handle this. Like, cause you have so much power and these people have so little. So we'll see what happens. So I just, you know, I just wanted to play around with it. Cause yeah, uh, Sam pointed it out. Like a lot of people do like Fandolin is like the jumping off point into bigger yeah. stories. So as soon as I was reading it, I was like, oh, Forge of Spells? That fits really nicely. It does, yeah. Mm. It also uh, works really great for everybody getting kidnapped. By yeah. uh, I'm going back to the home. I'm going back home. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but uh, I was actually going to use this as a uh, campaign setting for my uh, Harvester of Worlds that I was going to mm. create. So. Nice. Well, I also, like, I've heard just, I've just heard so much, like, Fandolin is such a good, like, rated adventure, and I've never run it, so it's like, I'm Which one's Fandolin? It. It's uh, literally the uh, Star Starter. It's the starter set. It's the starter. You, lost, you mean Fandelver? Yeah, lost. lost yeah, yeah oh, Fandelver is the city that you go to. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I didn't know that. I've literally never played that mod. I mean, I have it, and I skimmed through it, but I never played it. Yeah. It's the only one I've no. ever researched. Are we just gonna go? Are we just gonna go tear it up? That's up to no, you guys. Right. Now, to be nice. fair, uh, my uh, and I'll let you guys. I'll let you know. So I've given you the setup for the rest of the campaign, but what I'm gonna do 
is like blend it in with kind of existing classic dungeons. Yeah. So I'll like probably modular. Yeah. So we'll probably do a lot of like Tales from the Yawning Portal dungeons, like kind of those later ones where you're like, oh, there's like goblins over here that are causing trouble. Looks like they found an item or something. So it's Some gonna be those. Dream. Yeah, the candle keep mystery. So it's kind of be this like hodgepodge of written adventures, but with like a little bit of homebrew kind of bringing them all together. And like what we've been doing. Yeah, exactly. That's just kind of my style. But um, again, I wanted to see. I want to see how you guys act in this um, low level environment. We'll see. But uh, yeah, we'll see Excellent. you all. Uh, see you all next week. I had a question for you. Next week, yes, sir. What What was the uh, mechanism that was giving us disadvantage on that astral ast crack or eldritch horror thing? Oh, was on it? your constitution saves. Like or- when we attacked it. Yeah, you were attacking a a, a being of of pure joy and delight. <laughs> Oh, so it's hard to do that. It's like it's like if you do you know how hard it would be to, like just internally to like bash a puppy. Like that's basically what was happening. Because I had the feeling like we weren't supposed to attack it at all, or like like the whole mechanisms were built around like oh you weren't supposed to do any of the stuff we were doing, like direct damage and things like that. I You're think we could have just swam past it, couldn't we? Like couldn't we just swim past it? Well, no, it like, was. You tar- said on the other side of it, there was like like. Didn't they have the keto that we needed? Uh, no, so I if had you the- swam if you swam past it you would have just swam into like its little sleeping room but no it the whole purpose of it was it was trying to give you the information that you didn't have and you all kept resisting it and that's why the the dcs were so low on the constitution saves uh or sorry the yeah the the constitution saves because it was trying to like kind of be nice about it. it was trying to give you this information without overwhelming you uh, and then when you guys started to attack it, it had to become more forceful with its uh, pushing into your mind. Oh my god. So yeah. it, the whole point was not to fight it. It was just supposed to give in. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, look, you know, when you're a hammer I knew uh, it was I knew it was something like that. <laughs> I knew it was something like that. Well, I knew it was something exactly like, like the uh, the test of patience. You guys uh, ran in and went ham on the door at the end and it was just like, yeah. like you guys, it well, was I supposed to be, hole. Yeah. Oh, it was, or or it was a, uh, whatchamacallit? Rope trick. Hole. Rope trick. Yeah, oh, I'd love that thing, dude. Good spell. No, I'm, again, Stay I'm here. Me. I'm here to subvert expectations and have fun. I knew it was something like that. I was just like, what is going on? I was like, there's gotta be something to it. Yeah, <laughs> but, we, but once it started bleeding, I'm like, it, it can die. <laughs> yep. And then I just, there was no reason to stop. Like, clearly we were making progress, you know? Yeah. No, and you did kill it. And then that's, so, yeah, I didn't think you guys would actually kill it but you did but it's fine you all it was a, that, was a, that was a victory well earned but uh yeah I think it uh I think this sets up nicely for the next part of the campaign where um the first part obviously largely uh, re- related or located in Waterdeep this next section I want to try to do more of a traveling campaign minus the actual slog of travel you know I'm kind of curious if you're going to be running like a like a weird mash of Fandelver are you going to do, do like any battle Balancing at all, or is it just going to be like we're we're literally going to be able to steamroll shit if we really want to? I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> There's Fair probably enough. other, other th- things th- in play behind yeah. the facade of ease. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's always fun. the bigger fish. Yeah, exactly. I think it's more fun if you guys poke around without me telling.
telling you if I've nerfed it or not. Fair enough. Or if you've added it. I won't know. Or yeah, if, I, <laughs> if, I've given, if I've given everybody brass knuckles. This is one of the few instances oh. where I actually don't know, which is which is delightful. Mm-hmm. No, we'll, uh, we'll see. See, that's why it's, I don't know. I thought it'd be interesting. I thought it'd be interesting. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Nice. Awesome. Well, thanks for, yeah, sorry for all the, the rescheduling, but we should be more wow. uh, consistent. All right. It was, uh, it was winter break. Yeah. Weird end of year stuff. Yeah. What, uh, what do we want to do about switching? Do we just want to plan it and just uh, get it set well, up? And then if something happens, we have it ready to go kind of thing. And then it, let's just you know. play it, play it by ear. Cause we can always, you know, still continue to use this game system, but not just outwardly yeah. say it. Yeah. Right, honestly, right. yeah you been, can't, it's saying the name that does. Yeah. I've been kind of reading a lot of threads and stuff and uh, it seems like the general consensus is people are like, you know, I don't want wizards to be able to take D and D away from me. So mm-hmm. like, yes, I'm not going to be buying anything else from them, but like, it's still our system. It's still something that we can use and, you know, still have good adventures and something we all yeah. know and are comfortable with. So like, yeah, it sucks. All sales, they can't take the rules from us, right? Yeah. They can't mm-hmm. take classes from us. They can't, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. We already Some own classes. all of our copies and then not only that, but yeah. like there's, you know, the yo-ho-ho way of every, of life. So, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Yo-ho. And then we're changing, we're changing the content anyways. Like, I believe it's transformative. You know what I mean? And, and then it's a live performance, right? <laughs> I don't know. That's, I think there's a lot of wiggle room uh, with the OGL and the original OGL and the, the letter of the law as far as like things like that. So as long as well. you don't say the name, but the lore, they can get you on that, dude. Mm-hmm. They can be like, well, this is our lore, but it's just, I don't know. It's, it's a whole weird thing. Too bad uh, for them. We, we don't have to go generic, money. we can't. Yeah. We don't, we don't like make 750000 you know? <laughs> yeah, it's true. But uh, on, on, a, on, a, on another flip side note, I did buy myself a hardback copy of P2E, so I'm going to check that out and try and learn the system myself. And I threw some links up there with some, you know, uh, simplified, easy to read, comic style, like learn the rules kind of things in the chat, nice. which I thought were pretty neat. Nice. I'll have to, I'll have to like check Like airplane evacuation picture explanations? Yeah, it, it's actually, <laughs> that's actually a really good <laughs> way of describing it. Yeah. Hey, um, hey, Neil, you should put like a channel just for PF2E stuff. Yeah, because I mean, I, I know that there's some hesitancy to want to like switch to that. Like, I, I know, Sam, you're, you're hesitant with that. But like, I feel like if we all kind of gradually learn it, it might not be as daunting as it sounds. Like, it's, I imagine it's going to have a lot of similarities just to D&D in general. Yeah, because I mean, like, how much can you really change? Yeah, like, it does. Combat, movement, shit like that. There's like the skill points and things, and yeah. there's a lot of static things with static pluses. Uh, you can even, if you wanted to, I'm pretty sure you can use advantage. Do they have advantage in Pathfinder 2? Uh, sort of. Yes and no. They've oh, got like flat, flat-footed or something. something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. yeah. They've also got flat-footed. like, there's a little bit more math involved in combat, just because like, uh, so you essentially just get three actions, right? And from level one, you essentially can use all three of those actions to attack if you wanted to. So you have multi-attack, but after your first attack, you get like a penalty to each following attack. Yeah, mm. yeah. But I, yeah. 
I know, I, like, oh, classes, God, like, yeah. I know, like, I classes like Fighter and stuff like that have, like, ways yeah. of, like, mitigating the, like, negatives you'd get from doing Oh, yeah, you get cleave and great cleave. You get mobile yeah. spring attack. Like, you get all this shit, dude. Yeah, it's, like, oh, almost man. every fighter is, yeah. what, uh, you know, a, a battle master fighter, essentially. Yeah, some feats have prerequisites, and then there's feet, there's feet trees. You know what I mean? Where, like, you have to have this feat to get this feat, and then this feat, and then you get, like, the super, you know, super attack. I don't know. I don't remember all the stuff, but yeah, I, I, I kind of remember it. Yeah, one other little nuance, too, that I saw that was quite different from D&D is there's not exactly multi-classing, but they, they do have, like, a you can get, like, a dedicated feat when you level up that's, like, like a like if you're a fighter and you want to be on the rage or something, they have, like, a, you can get, like, a barbarian dedicated feat in order to get something from the barbarian uh, class. Hmm. Gotcha. So, it's not like a, you are actually multi-classed, like, you're still a fighter, but you can pick up feats and stuff from other classes during your level ups. So it, it's it it sounds more dynamic, but I, I haven't actually seen it in practice, so I don't really know for sure. I, I, I mean, I, I played third third ed like three point five, like back before Pathfinder, mm -hmm. and that's my experience. So like I, I know Pathfinder introduced a lot of content though. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think I agree. If we just slowly over time start picking at it, it'll be a lot less daunting. Yeah, and I, I don't think there's any shame in continuing to play five e. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. We're not making gobs of money where Wizards is going to, you know, shine their fucking eye on us. Yeah. Like I, I kind of knee-jerk knee reacted and like was like, and I told the group, our, my group, I'm like, hey, we're going to play this. And then I started thinking, I'm like, well, no, we can still play 5e. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know. They just, you're, playing just, you're playing a person though, right? I just feel, I, yeah, and I feel dirty about it. Though. <laughs> it's just, it, it definitely doesn't feel, feel good it, to play 5e. I feel betrayed. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree, man. But I feel so betrayed by wizards because I'm a whale, dude. I'm a whale. Here, here, I'm the here. ideal customer. I buy a book, put it on the shelf, and leave it there. I don't even like money because you mostly. really are too, because you still play Magic, and they have fucking gutted the shit out of that game too. So yeah. uh, I'm gonna I'm sell sorry, a lot man. of my extra Magic cards. <laughs> uh, just keep the Post Malone ones, man. Those are I gonna mean, be worth yeah, money. I don't <laughs> have them. Here, here, I want here's, them. What, I want here's them. what I'd feel bad about playing one. I don't feel bad about playing oh, five. Dude, I'm not gonna buy yeah. shit. Five on is one D I'll never right. I, I feel bad too because like I was excited. I was like, "Oh man, this sounds yeah. cool. It sounds like they were gonna refresh D and D no, again." No, and then like, and then this OGL shit happened, and I'm like, "Nope, uh, nope, nope, nope." I had, <laughs> I had a, never I had touched a, on that shit. I had a feeling yeah. that they were moving in that direction because they wanted to reset everything, and that's why they came out. I was like, "Why are they bothering with one D and D? That doesn't even make sense." They completely changed the name. They complete. They didn't just call it Sixth Edition. Like they completely yeah. changed their whole approach to it. I'm like, "Oh man, this is cash grab." Dude, that's probably why. And they sure how enough, they got D&D Beyond. They probably went into D&D Beyond and they were like, hey, look, here's the thing. Like, the OGL covers 5th edition and all your stuff is built upon this and we're going to put on a new one and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, here's what we'll give you for your platform. And it was probably wasn't even a negotiation. They were just like, we'll, well give Hasbro, you this or we Hasbro will tank you it. and then buy you. Has oh, did they? Hasbro owned D&D under Hasbro. It does now. I don't think, I don't no, think it was always under Hasbro. Previously, it was owned by Hasbro and, and was, was it really? separate. I didn't and, and now they moved, oh, they moved beyond they moved beyond under Wizards Coast from Hasbro. Okay, gotcha. So they moved yeah, it from the parent company that. to the subsidiary. Oh, yep. To where it should have belonged in the first place. That that that's weird as hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was a show game, man. That was the move. And then now they're they're consolidating everything under Wizards of the Coast and they want to consolidate the OGL and make it all proprietary. And it was like the wrong move. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was it's just 
100% wrong move. It was greedy. They could have continued to make money off of us in other ways. And we would have just, we would have just happily have thrown it at them, you know? Like, it's just, but now it's just like, you know, it's just like, why? It feels, it feels dirty. You know? No, it feels yeah. dirty. It, it feels, yeah, so. uh, you know, corpo capitalist. Like I'm not, I'm not going to buy anything else from D&D. Yeah, me neither. The last Which thing I'm getting is Planescaping. The last thing I'm getting is Planescape. I don't know if Craig's still listening, so I don't want to say anything else. Well, he, he is still listening. <laughs> He's still listening. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just hoping that Neil will edit all this shit out, because... No, yeah. I'm leaving this oh, yeah, out. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Be, yeah. <laughs> no, we all, have to say good, we all have to say goodbye. That's how it ends. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Gotcha. All, right. all right. Good game, everybody. All okay. right. Good, good, game. good night, guys. See, see you. Maybe, maybe see, see you next week. week. Bye, Craig. Uh, we'll see you next week. Probably. Bye, Craig. Bye.